0: Have you ever wondered if God has forgotten his promises to you? Let's dig into the word to be aware that God never forgets you. Stick around to listen to the Ordinary Moms of Extraordinary Kids podcast. Parenting a child with special needs requires extraordinary courage strength, and perseverance. But what if you feel you don't have all that it takes? What if you're just ordinary? Annie Yorty is mom to Alyssa who has Down syndrome. She's trusting God to put the extra in her ordinary parenting. Each Monday, she invites ordinary moms to pause for encouragement straight from the Bible and offers practical application that addresses the unique concerns that come along with raising children with special needs. Today's Bible encouragement reveals God wants you to know He follows through on every promise He's made to you. He is always faithful. Hello, and welcome to Ordinary Moms of Extraordinary Kids, where special needs moms find Bible encouragement. I'm your host, Annie Yorty, author of From Ignorance to Bliss, God's Heart Revealed Through Down Syndrome i'm an ordinary mom who's right beside you in the trenches of the daily battle to mother your special needs child with grace and hope let's see what god has for us today our bible encouragement comes from second samuel chapter 5 verses 3 through 12 i'm reading all scripture from the new living translation so all the elders of israel came to the king at hebron and king david made a covenant with them before the Lord in Hebron. Then they anointed David king over Israel. David was thirty years old when he became king, and he reigned for forty years. At Hebron, he reigned over Judah for seven years and six months, and in Jerusalem, he reigned for thirty-three years over all Israel and Judah. David then led his men to Jerusalem to fight against the Jebusites, the original inhabitants of the land who were living there. The Jebusites taunted David, saying, You'll never get in here. Even the blind and lame could keep you out. For the Jebusites thought they were safe. But David captured the fortress of Zion, which is now called the City of David. So David made the fortress his home, and he called it the City of David. He extended the city, starting at the supporting terraces and working inward. And David became more and more powerful, because the Lord God of heaven's armies was with him. Then King Hiram of Tyre sent messengers to David, along with cedar, timber, and carpenters, and stonemasons, and they built David a palace. And David realized that the Lord had confirmed him as king over Israel, and had blessed his kingdom. For the sake of his people Israel. Where we pick up the story of David, the elders had anointed him as king of Israel. Saul, the previous king, had died. So David finally stepped into the role God ordained for him years earlier when he was a teenager. Over that 10 plus year period, David had served in Saul's court and he had led armies to victory. But for the bulk of the time, he had lived as a fugitive running from the wrath of Saul. God stayed with David every step of the way. He provided for David's needs and cared for him physically, emotionally, and spiritually. In the process, David learned about God's character, sensed his presence, received his provision, and understood his purpose. The Psalms David wrote poetically express his close relationship with God. This Bible passage records the third time David had been anointed as God's chosen king. Perhaps God wanted to reassure David that he hadn't forgotten his promise and plan to set him up as ruler over Israel. After taking the reins of leadership, David went into battle once again to fight for a prime piece of real estate, Jerusalem. This became the central city of Israel. In the future, the temple of God would be built to provide a dwelling place for God to meet with his people. The Jebusites who lived there were strong, confident of their prowess. They taunted and mocked David. Nevertheless, God gave David another victory and the Jebusites were swept out of Jerusalem. David began to organize and create a great city. His power increased. From our vantage point in history, we can see God was leading David and ensuring his well-being. Yet David must have had some doubts about his purpose and abilities. Maybe he wondered if his dream to settle the promised land God designated would ever become a complete reality. Then God orchestrated an aha moment for David. One day, the king of a neighboring country, Tyre, sent a cohort of workers to David. They showed up on his doorstep with all the necessary materials and tradesmen to build a palace for him. Who does that? Kings look out for their own countries. They don't usually offer to build up the strength of other nations. This was another confirmation from God to David about his purpose and plan for Israel. Verse 12 says, David realized that the Lord had confirmed him as king over Israel and had blessed his kingdom for the sake of his people Israel. Aha! The light bulb went on and chased David's doubts away. In the thick of conflict, stress, and everyday life, David lost a clear vision of his provider. But the sound of construction and the rise of palace walls revealed to David God had been with him all along. As a mom in the trenches of special needs parenting with you, I can assure you he is right by your side. He proves his faithfulness day after day, year after year. Of course, you won't have a king show up on your door with cedar timbers and carpenters, but perhaps a family member helped you with child care. Maybe a friend called just when you needed encouragement. Did God give you wisdom and favor in your IEP meeting? Or maybe you finally got a night of uninterrupted sleep. All these interventions come from God, yet we may fail to recognize his hand in our lives. That's when doubts assail us. To combat those doubts, I offer four practical suggestions to help you perceive God's provision. Number one, ask God to open your eyes to his presence and provision in your life. In Isaiah 43 verse 19, God says, For I am about to do something new. See, I have already begun. Do you not see it? I will make a pathway through the wilderness. I will create rivers in the dry wasteland. If you ask him, God will help you see his work. Number two, start your day by inviting God to be the Lord of your day. Acknowledge his authority by yielding your will to him. Number three, carve out 15 minutes at the end of each day to reflect on God's activity. Specifically, thank Him for how He helped you. Number four, consider writing a few notes in a journal about your God sightings. Include His provision, how you felt in His presence, peace in a stressful situation, your purpose, His delight in you, and more. Your journal will become a reminder and encouragement to you if those old doubts resurface. For more encouragement, I invite you to my weekly blog, Perceive God. You can sign up for it at my website, which is AnnieYorty.com. When you sign up, I'll send you a free journal page to help you record God's work in your life. I also wrote a transparent book about God's care for me as I've mothered my child with special needs. It's called From Ignorance to Bliss, God's Heart Revealed Through Down Syndrome. I think these resources will inspire you to keep trusting God. I'll put links in the show notes for this episode. God anointed you, an ordinary mom, to raise your child. He has equipped you for each new challenge and joy. He will always do as He promises. God will make this happen, for He who calls you is faithful. First Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 24 Let's pray. Father, sometimes I wonder if you are really with me, if I can truly count on you. In those moments, help me to look up and know without a shadow of a doubt, you are at work in my life. Will you give me aha moments, just like you gave to David, so I can remain confident in you? I pray in the powerful name of Jesus. Amen. Thanks so much for listening today. I pray you found encouragement for your spirit from God's word. You can find links to resources and more encouragement in the show notes for this episode. Be sure to hit the subscribe button so you don't miss an episode of Ordinary Moms of Extraordinary Kids. I look forward to being with you again next week.